Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Expectations and patience. Those would be the themes that I see in all three of these readings. And we're going to begin first with our expectations because that's what's being challenged in this gospel passage. And we hear of John the Baptist sending his disciples to ask this question, well, are you the one or are we supposed to wait for somebody else? And there's debate among the commentators as to whether John the Baptist has any doubt or not, or by sending the disciples, this question is for their benefit and ours. Uh, in either case, I don't think arguing about that detail is, is important. But the question really is, what were people's expectations of the Messiah? Because that question, well, should we wait for somebody else, is really saying, well, you know, last week we heard John the Baptist boldly proclaiming, you brood of vipers, the Messiah is coming and he's going to gather the wheat into the barn and keep us safe and the chaff he's going to burn up. This mighty Messiah is coming. Watch out. And then they say, well, I don't know. Jesus doesn't seem to be doing the things that we expected him to do. And certainly Jesus' answer is, well, what do you see? People are healed, the dead are raised, the good news is proclaimed to the poor. All these things you see. And they were things that one would expect the Messiah to do. It's interesting that one of the expectations of the Messiah that's not on that list is the prisoners will be set free. And John the Baptist is stuck in prison. But the Messiah is supposed to set everybody free. And in fact, the, the vision of Messiah that many had was one of, uh, picture your favorite superhero who just swoops in with mighty power and destroys all of the wickedness with whatever their uh, weapon of choice is. And all the evil is destroyed and good prevails and the saga lives happily ever after. That's the type of Messiah they were expecting. One who would swoop in with might and burn up all of the evil immediately. And as we look at this, I think we have to ask our, the question for ourselves, well, what's our expectation of God? I know I would much prefer the superhero God that swoops in at a moment's notice and sets everything right before I even think about praying to ask for something and that every prayer request that I have and every plan that I have, which are the greatest on earth, that they would just be ushered in by God immediately. That's what I want. And, and I said this to my, my spiritual director just recently, and he said, well, 
That's the God we all want, but that's not the God we got. The God we got is a child in a manger who comes with a power that's different, whose kingdom looks different than we expect or perhaps want. That's the God we've got. And so we can bemoan all day long about the superhero God that we want, but our journey is really to understand the God who we have and what God's kingdom is really about. And we know that in the end, evil will be destroyed forever. And the new creation will be ushered in and the dead will be raised to dwell with God forever in the new heaven and the new earth. And that victory has been won. So that aspect of our superhero God uh, has been fulfilled, but we don't see it yet. And that's the part that I don't like, where we have to have patience. My favorite. Um, and I say all the time, I'm happy to be patient as long as we can have it now. But we don't get that. We, we stand on a hope of what's to come. And what we get are these glimpses of God at work. You know, even what we hear, well, the dead are raised, the blind see, the deaf hear. Well, even when Jesus walked this earth, every dead person was not raised. Every blind person did not see. Every deaf person did not hear. But some people did. He had these encounters that were glimpses of what was to come almost like signposts for us on the journey to be alert, see what God is doing now. And there is a fullness that's to come, but here you have these things that you can see and hold on to as you wait. And then we wait with patience for the fullness of what's to come. I mean, even that reading from Isaiah is about the fullness of what's to come. The water springs up in the desert where there was no life, there's now life. A complete miracle, a complete reversal. But that too is down the road. And so patience doesn't mean that we just sort of sit passively idle. But we're called to have eyes open with expectation and look for God at work around us. To see these things that God still is doing. Because there are all sorts of miracles that do happen. And there are places in our lives where God is at work or has worked in the past. And we could tell somebody, hey, I was here and look what God did. That is happening now. And all of these are signposts for us so we can wait with expectation. And we should be asking the Holy Spirit then to teach us day by day who this God is that we have. Rather than spend our day uh, anxiously annoyed that the superhero has not swooped in. But can we come to know the God that we do have? And trust that in the end when all is fulfilled, that it will be better than if God just did my plan. Which I think is the greatest. But God knows more than I do, thankfully. And so setting that aside and just patiently trusting that the fullness that is to come, that victory will happen. That's not a question mark. We wait. And you know, people's expectations, a lot of times what actually comes to be is better than we expect. 
You know, people expected this Messiah to swoop in and destroy a lot of stuff. And they were expecting a judge who they expected to be harsh. And what do they get? We get a judge who gives himself in our place. And we get a Messiah who is loving and merciful and lavishes us with his grace and love and peace and comfort and presence. In a lot of ways, I'm glad we didn't get the God people expected and that he doesn't act in the way that we think because maybe we'd be in a lot of trouble. Maybe that wouldn't be as great as the God who we do have, who loves us, who gave himself for us. The victory has been won. And now, empowered by the Spirit, we wait with that patient expectation for the fullness of God's kingdom that will come and ask the Spirit to open our eyes to see God at work here and now, that those signposts may sustain us as we wait for the fulfillment of God's kingdom that we are certain is coming. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We thank you for sending your Son to be among us and to give himself for us so that we might have life anew. May your Holy Spirit draw us close to you day by day. May we come to know who you truly are and conform our lives to your image. Live in us that others might come to know you and give us expectant hearts and open our eyes that we might see you at work today and that we might stand on the promise of the fullness of your kingdom that will come. And we make this prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.